Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the... What's up, everybody? We are Light the Fight. I is David Kozlowski. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. I'm Heidi Swap. And we're coming to talk to you about the stuff that we always ramble about and talk about for what seems in no end. Like, are we ever going to have a shortage of things to talk about? No, because my problems run deep. Thank you. That's that's full commitment. See, see, hi to you guys. She could be cured of all of her problems within six months, but she's trying to string it out for your benefit. Heidi, we salute you. Thank you. Um, and that's a true team player. <laughs> you know, I ran into. Um, I was up skiing. Super proud of myself. Nice. And ran into um, a friend of both of my siblings, and so she she knew who I was and is a listener of the podcast, and. Um, She's, she's a, she just is a family therapist, just finished like her coursework and is starting a, nice. a practice. And she said, you know, I just really want to thank you um, for your podcast. And she said, I, I tell everybody to listen to it because anybody can hear from a therapist, not you, but, yeah. you know, but it's really having somebody that's willing to just put it out there that makes a real difference. And uh, um, I, I will take all the encouragement that I can get because I, I need it. But, um, but it was nice. It was nice for me to be reminded. Um, the truth is that I'm an open book and it's, it's not, it's not hard for me to be vulnerable. In fact, I'm sometimes hard to close the book, but continue. Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable when people think that, I'm perfect or that everything's great. Well, especially because you have such a powerful online presence that you don't want people to think that you're one of those people like, my life's perfect. Because you're like, no, it's right. just I know how to make things pretty and I decorate <laughs> stuff. And, and, and so I um, I appreciate when it, it is recognized that the, the value that I add. Because sometimes I think to myself, you know, I'm not a therapist. I don't have 20 years of experience. Credentials. Just, why just, are people going to listen to me? I'm just really good at struggling along <laughs> in life. But here's the thing is I think that these struggles that I have are probably stuff that all of us Yeah, do very it. relatable. You yeah, know? Not everybody has – our listeners don't have to have suffered the same tragedy that you have. Right. Unfortunately, there's plenty of our listeners who have suffered that tra- tragedy, so they're going to relate to you even more. But for the people who haven't, they can relate to you just on so many other levels. I mean, you're, you're a mom. You're, you want your kids to be happy and successful, yeah. and you're trying to do the best job at your job, you know? And I just I just continue to know how important it is for us to talk about it. And when we talk about it, um, it kind of gives some vocabulary. It gives some context, throws some subjects out that you guys can talk about in your families with your friends. And it just – when we talk about this stuff, 
we can gain strength there. So, yeah, I, I'm always thankful for any podcast, any book that gives me new vernacular, new new language to yeah. express things. Like, oh, that's what I was trying to and say. That's yourself, what I meant. Yeah, you find yourself in, in conversations with friends talking about what you learned. Yeah, I find myself in that situation a lot. Yeah, well, well, I mean. I mean, obviously with our podcast, it'd be, you know, like I've learned so much from our podcast, yeah. but uh, the experience is great. But when I listen to other people's podcasts, when I read a good book, it's, it's the same thing. You know, motivation is really like kindling to a fire. But if you want to really make some change in your life, you're eventually gonna have to put some logs on that fire. And so we're hoping, winking, that's favorite, my goal for favorite. 2020 is hope more. <laughs> But we're really wanting you guys to be able to take the things we're saying and hopefully that can give you an extra log to put on the fire to keep your desires, your inspirations, your conversations, to talk about the things that really matter and the most important. It's amazing to think that we're going into our third year of this podcast. Kind of crazy. That um, would be completing two years in March, huh? Yeah. And and so I, th- I think that I wanted – I mean, we talk about our sponsors um, – and we're going to do that right now really quick. But, you know, it's it really does facilitate us to be able to sit here and come here and um, to have to have David here. So really big shout out to our sponsors really quick. Um, first of all, our community sponsor, who that is 1-800-CONTACTS. Um, they've believed in us since we're here. They're really believers in community. When you support them... It supports our podcast. So if you wear contacts, consider checking out 1-800-CONTACTS. Absolutely. Um, our other, our other uh, sponsor and partner um, is one that we just kind of needed. Um, so many of you listeners were reaching out to us to really for advice and help on finding a therapist. And, um, and so working together with teencounseling.com. It's really given us an avenue to be able to um, direct you in a way that everybody can go. Plus, there's some really great perks. So if I'm talking to parents out there, which, okay, I know I'm talking to parents out there. It's really overwhelming and really scary. Just this thought of how am I going to find somebody for my kid to talk to? If you are feeling that kind of like sick feeling inside where you know that your your kid is struggling, you need extra help outside of what you can offer. Um, you guys do not hesitate to check out teencounseling.com. When you get on there, you'll fill out a survey. They'll pair you up with somebody that's kind of specializing in what you guys are going through. You as a parent are also involved in this process. And so it's not just you know, sending your kids to a website to get some counseling that, you know. Well, also a lot of times, and I'll tell you guys behind the scenes, because I've worked in a couple of clinics before, you may go into a clinic and I hope not every clinic does this, but you may go into a clinic and you may say, hey, here's my needs. And the perf- the person that's perfect for your needs, they already have plenty of clients and they're trying to get the therapists who are new, young, or don't have lots of clients, or maybe they're just not that good of therapists. They go, oh, this person's gonna be perfect for you. Teen counseling actually is matching you up with a right, person. Got like a whole it's, it's transparent. They can say, here's their specialties. Here's where you're at. You get to pick that person. It's a mutual decision. Works for a couple of places. You go there and they just, you don't get to pick really. They just tell you this person's right for you. And unfortunately, sometimes it's because they just trying to get somebody some work. Yeah. So I, I, I just had to say that because 
I hate it, but sometimes business is business, you know? So um, just something to consider about, you know, the freedom of being able to choose the right connection for you. A couple other of the perks is that it's it's much more inexpensive, up to half the cost of just traditional to see brick me, and mortar yeah. counseling. Um, number two, you don't have to drive there. 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back, trying to work around schedules and extracurricular activities. It's really tough. This is really easy to work into your schedule and your child will actually contact their therapist via their phone. Yeah. Um, A lot of control for the teen for sure. Really yeah. an interesting next level thing, but these guys are legit. Um, you know, so teencounseling.com backslash LTF will get you 10% off. It will also give our podcast credit for sending you there which um, supports our podcast. So, And last but not least, got to mention our new sponsor. Absolutely. We are super It's a little proud. company. I just learned the website. It's ptppartnership.com. It's my company, but... PT Partnership. PT Partnership? Damn. Parent I screwed it up twice. Last episode and this episode. Let's PT Partnership.com. Uh, if, if you're new to the podcast, basically, long story short, did a TED Talk on this thing I've been doing for years. It's a partnership agreement between parents and teens. A lot of parents have tried, okay, we're going to do uh, an agreement where you're going to sign this agreement. You're going to commit to do all these things we want you to do. And if you do them, we'll give you all your freedoms, but you got to do all these things first. I'm telling you guys, I've tried every way of doing agreements throughout the past how many years now with parents and their teens. So I had to just create something based upon simply what worked versus what didn't work. That over time evolved into what I call the parent-teen partnership. It's what I did my TED Talk on. And uh, if uh, you um, sign up using the special uh, discount code through Light the Fight that we'll be providing. Um, huh? LTF. Yeah, LTF. Uh, so just go to ptpartnership.com. Use discount code LTF. And you'll be able to get a discount on that. And besides learning how to do the partnership, it also gives um, references, resources, books, um, my philosophies, my psychology uh, experience, and how to approach teenagers. We give some tools in there. So you get two and a half hours of content. It's worth, in my opinion, it's worth way more than what we sell it for. But I just want to get it in your guys' hands. Well, you guys I, just need, I, I think people will benefit from this information and you can use it very quickly and it's step by step. So, well, and a lot of times, you know, when you're listening to us, you're probably driving or you're jogging or you're at the gym or you're folding laundry or whatever. This is so cool because it's in a video format. Um, it's piece by piece. You can re-listen to those pieces. There's tons of support. There's actual agreements. Um, totally, I'd say totally worth it. Well, on a side note, I'll tell everyone you listeners out there, if you have a profession, if you are a professional, you have a niche that you're really good at something, you should really strongly consider looking into doing e-courses for what you do. I've been blown away. I never thought Heidi's biggest request throughout the years, Dave, you need to do something educational. She kept on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I'm just a freestyle fly. Someone's got to bring me drama and I help them with it. I don't really plan their drama. And so what I did was like, let me try something different. And I think what it's done is it showed me that on-demand or in uh, on-demand learning, um, online learning, is by far the best way to get the information you need when you need it. Yeah. Well, I'm super proud of you. It's good stuff. So well, check thank it out. you. Thank you. And we got more coming. We got a bunch of little mini e-courses coming down the pipeline. So look for those as well too. Yeah. Well, let's get to identifying your issues and then me help you with them. Uh, well, I'm sorry. That's 
I actually want to tell, I want to report. That was a, a joke something. to all of our new listeners. <laughs> We're not doing counseling or therapy right now on the podcast. Just a little That's inside right. joke with us. That's right. Um, <clears throat> kind of a cool situation happened this morning. And um, I've, I just feel like it's a huge win. And I wondered why I didn't think of it. Um, so we're back to school, right? The kids are going back to school and I'm driving carpool. And let me just tell you right now, there wasn't a single kid in that car that wanted to be there. So are you talking about preteen girls I'm, that were I, not all yes. getting along at that time? Well, you know, there's always stuff going on. Um, they just weren't, there was no hype for sure. And, um, you know, we're kind of driving to school and silence <laughs> so i go and i pick up the last girl and the mom comes out with hot chocolate for all the girls in cute little like to go hot chocolate i mean you know with little straws and their names were written on them and she like passed them out and she's like you guys have a great day okay the mood in my car went from 32 degrees below zero to like warm, friendly, happy, stoked. They weren't expecting it. It was cold. So it was, it was nice. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just, I thought to myself, why didn't I think of that? You know, like I don't know how to make hot chocolate. I could, I could do that. And I just thought what a cool simple way to create a connection to change the barometric temperature in that car um and you know so i'm telling david this story and he's like yeah it's an icebreaker and i was like okay here we go again with your words and you've already got this all (laughs) all played out um so why don't you go ahead and talk Talk about what an icebreaker is. Well, I think most people know traditionally what an icebreaker is. People have done icebreaker exercises in, in companies. And, you know, icebreakers are, the reason why I call them the icebreakers, ice is cold. And cold is usually uncomfortable. I hate it. So to break, I hate it too. We're living in the wrong state. Damn it. <laughs> um, so breaking the ice in definition is breaking the uncomfortableness of that environment. So icebreakers, you know, at company retreats, in, in you know, parties, right? You go to someone's party. I know I went to the Halloween party. My, uh, my sister-in-law puts on this Halloween party. You walk in, they pin a name to your back, and you have to walk around guessing what it is. And all these things are to engage people with other people that they're not sure how they feel. Why as parents do we want our kids to sit down and play family games? Well, because all the other stuff that the family has to deal with is on timeout when you're playing a family game. Icebreakers and games are really the best ways to give someone a couple different things, something different to focus on than whatever the crisis, the problem or whatever stimulating at that time. In this case, in in having a bunch of preteen girls in the car, the uncomfortableness of them being at, at odds with each other and having fights, stuff like that, that hot chocolate only worked because she just walked out and gave it. If she would have walked out and said, hey, what's wrong? How come you guys aren't talking? Like, would you guys like me to go inside and make you some hot chocolate? That'll make you maybe feel better. Doesn't work. You expose your hand. You showed what you were trying to do. You got to play it cool when you do an icebreaker. When you do an icebreaker, especially with teenagers and kids, they are smart. They're savvy. 
If you're trying to make them get along, like saying, why can't you guys all just get along? It just only acknowledges that there's a fight happening even more so. So um, I've used this guy as as an example before, but I'll use it again because I'm sure a lot of our listeners are dog owners. This guy called Caesar Milan, aka the dog whisperer. Okay. Some of his tactics are so relevant to our parenting style and not to say their kids are like dogs, but they're young. <laughs> they don't always speak the same language as us. I can go on with the metaphors. But what he talks about in a lot of his behavioral discipline is that if a dog's fixated on a problem, you have to distract it and get it totally looking in a different different direction, something else. He does this thing where he goes, and he he like hits them with his fingers on the side and the dog looks at him and looks up and they forget about the dog that they're about to get in a fight with. It totally breaks their attention from the from the chaos, from the drama, okay? How we do icebreakers as parents with kids or family members, it has to be subtle, but it has to be very assertive. So that mom, when you told me that example, I'm like, oh, that's an icebreaker. And she did it good. I don't know if she knew or she had a feeling. I don't know. She might have had some mom senses. And all of you moms out there, you might have think you might be able to think of a time when your kids were younger where you did something like this. You're like, I actually did that. You might have had a problem with your kids and next thing you know you just start doing a puzzle and the other kids walk up and they start doing a puzzle Mm -hmm. and i forget where who told us that story yeah it was was in one of our workshops it was one of our workshops right and so this this mom she came she said yeah i just my kids love to do puzzles i just put a big puzzle on the table and just start doing it they kept on walking by they're at odds with me and each other next thing you know the curiosity eventually started to get to them this is the reason why this works curiosity is king and queen Mm -hmm. if you have a, a, a difficult situation and everybody's focused on the, the difficulty. We know that talking about problems and trying to come up with solutions when we're highly emotional, Spanish call it no bueno. Not a good idea. Not a good, everybody knows we need a timeout, but no one wants to take a timeout. No, I want to win this battle. I want to win this argument. I want to win this fight. So these type of icebreakers are just a way to slide in and create a block that distracts them. Oftentimes the kids will know that you're attempting to do something, but they're distracted and they're confused. It's like, wait, I thought I was supposed to be mad, but that chocolate tastes really good. The cup's really cute. So when people are in an uncomfortable situation, everybody's uncomfortable. So if you give them as a collectively as a group, something to either work on or something else to focus on, you can break the discomfort. You can break the, the, the tension just enough to keep moving. In that scenario, it's exactly what these girls needed. They were not mad and frustrated because they hate each other. They're mad and frustrated because they want the other people to act differently. Mm-hmm. They wanted people to respond to them differently. They all had different wants and needs and expectations. But the one thing that they all could agree upon is hot chocolate when you're freezing in Utah in the morning at a carpool. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old you are. I would, I would have taken the hot chocolate too. Absolutely. And I think, I think the reason why it really, like it really resonated with me this morning Um you know, a lot of times, and, and I talk about this a lot with friends in different conversations, like maybe maybe your kid isn't having like a full-scale meltdown. Maybe their grades aren't in the total toilet. Maybe they haven't just crashed the car. Maybe they aren't dating someone that you hate or, you know, maybe you don't have something really hard going on, but there's just kind of this tension that exists and Maybe it's being caused by ingratitude or resentment or lack of communication or whatever. Maybe it's just that they're 13 and 
you're wishing they would just grow up or you you know yeah like yeah well and little it, things we have these examples of what works and what doesn't work in day to day life. What and I know you're going to finish this for me when you're in school and you're taking a test and you're stuck on a question. What is the advice that you're always given? Yeah, just to skip it. Skip it and come back to it later. Not because you're going to be smarter later, because you will get so much test anxiety and so much frustration by being stuck on that problem. Now you created doubt in your ability to answer all the other questions, and then you created a time crunch. Now you're tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Oh my gosh, now I'm really late. Now I got to hurry up and cram in the rest of it. Forget it. C, 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 C. I heard it's 70%. That you're gonna <laughs> There's a better chance just to guess, right? And so then we just start going to just like damage control mode, right? right? The cool thing about the whole entire icebreaker and this whole entire thing is that, like I said, no one wants to be in those positions. No one wants to feel uncomfortable. No one wants to have bad juju or bad vibes in a scenario. But it takes some very strategic movements from leaders to be able to get that out, to be able to break that up. Here, let me give you an example. You guys ever uh, worked for a company or a boss that was cool enough that in the middle of the most stressful time, it could be a time crunch, it could be a lot of things going on, they just said, all right, time out, we're all taking a break, we're going to lunch early. You're like, wait, what? Or everybody leave early now. And you're like, what? We have all this stuff to do. No, get home, get a good night's sleep, we'll, we'll do it in the morning. No, no, no. And then after a while, everybody's like, yeah, they're right, we gotta get going. And everybody shuts it down. Because there's something where, if we're not careful, we have a vehicle, right? We have relationships, or, or this is this vehicle. We want to get our relationships to the best place. But if we don't change the oil, if we don't stop and let it cool down, right? If there's steam coming underneath the hood, stop and put some water well, in. Even that situation that you just said, that wasn't expected. No, it wasn't. That's the what... hot chocolate coming out this morning wasn't expected. So it's almost like... We have to really get creative. Exactly. In those you have to situations. You have to disrupt the system. If the system is broken, or at least at the time, is overheating, using the car analogy, we have to stop, put some water in it, let it cool down, start it up later. Mm -hmm. And so these icebreakers, these little game changers, as I like to call them, are just ways of a strategic leader can implement something random that, okay, if it, the more random it is, the more like, wait, what? People totally stop what they're thinking about and turn towards whatever that random thing is. If you're really persistent and really confident about it, they will reluctantly drink the hot chocolate, but they'll still drink it. They will reluctantly leave work early because they know what's the point of staying late and just be more stressed and frustrated. But it takes creativity from someone that's a leader. You guys as parents, you're the leaders. Mm -hmm. If we wait for our kids to figure out these problems, or if we're the person saying, no, we're going to stay up all night if we have to, to solve this problem, well, then you're not being very creative and you're not leading very well. It's often said, and I'm sure I've mentioned this probably tons of times, but there's no such thing as really as non-creative people, but there is a thing as people who aren't free. When you have some space, when you have some freedom, oh, you can come up with great ideas. When you feel pressed, when you feel the pressure and the tension, our ability to create is shut down because our fight or flight receptor, you know, part of our brain is saying, this is so important that we have to just make a rash decision right now. And the reality, you trying to fix those girls' problems, going back to that example and try to become their counselor at that moment, was not going to help them as much as that hot chocolate. Because the issue 
was needing to just be slowed down. It didn't need to be solved at that particular moment. Icebreakers can buy you time, keeps the wheels moving in whatever relationship that's the distress is going on, but it takes someone on the outside to say, hey, listen, we got it. we need a timeout. And the icebreaker just gives them something to do. So in this case, it was hot chocolate. We use a case of a, a mother that came to um, our... Uh, our, our workshop, she gave, when we we're talking about this, she gave her example of she just did a puzzle and the kids just randomly start doing a puzzle. Addressing the issues head on usually, well, not usually, oftentimes can make the issues worse, but just deterring from them and coming back later. I've had parents that weren't really open to these suggestions, but after a while, this one parent I'm thinking was really big on academics. They were like the 4.0 kind of parent. After talking to the parent, the parent said, all right, I'll try something totally different. Kids stressed, they have all this makeup work. The parents' expectations are 4.0. They're obviously not going to get a 4.0 this particular semester. And they said, you know what? Where are you at right now? Let's just leave it that. Let's just go get something to eat. Let's just figure, let's just figure it out. You know, you, you'll try hard next semester. The teenager's like, are you kidding me? Like, why would you do that? Oddly enough, the parents said they'd never seen so much motivation for their teenager to start off the new semester because the way they ended the old one wasn't was you're a failure. It's like, hey, you know what? We learned some lessons. Next time, take this information so you don't get caught up in this, you know, a lot of missing homework, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So the parents just use that as like, this was a learning tool. Let's keep it moving. This is what people need. They need good leadership and they need people to distract them with healthy things so that we can reset and come back to the hard work later. So I love this topic and... I think that I just want to put it out there for you listeners. Maybe you have a relationship or you will have a relationship that just feels tight and uncomfortable and you fundamentally, you got to break the ice. Instead of like worrying about how you're going to fix it or get around it or have an uncomfortable confrontation, use your creativity to, to figure out what the hot chocolate is. One example... Sorry, you got a little hair on your huh. dog here. You got dogs like me. <laughs> um, yeah, darn it. Uh, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> See, that was a good icebreaker example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have dogs? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, exactly. don't do that. Yeah, that okay. Is not Damn, that's not a good compliment. <laughs> okay. So let's imagine a scenario. This will be the last example we use. Connor's having a meltdown. Let's just say he's having a meltdown. Something's stressing him out. When I say meltdown, it's like, mom, whatever's going on, right? And you said, that's it, Connor. I can't take any more of this. I'm done. I'm going downstairs and I'm doing something I never thought I'd do. It's like, what? He's thinking you're going to go downstairs, you know, break his Xbox or do something like that. You go downstairs, you turn on the Xbox and you start playing Fortnite. He's like, what the heck are you doing? He's like, that's it. I can't take this too much. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to be playing. I'm going to play Fortnite until I calm down because obviously it calms you down. So I never thought I'd try playing <laughs> Fortnite, but here we go. I guarantee you the randomness, which is by the, if you guys can pick up on this, it has to be random. Mm-hmm. The more random, the better. Now, sometimes you go too random and you kind of screw up, but you're, you're experimenting, right? If you went downstairs and started playing Fortnite, he'd be like, wait, what the? Like, he'd be so oh, yeah, tripped out of yeah, what the heck are you doing? He'd be just watching going, my mom's a crazy woman, but I like it. <laughs> I'm no longer thinking about my melting. He'd be so confused of what happened. The first time this ever happened to me, I'm playing a basketball game with my friends up at the U, total pickup game. I'm playing. Me and my one good friend, my roommate, we're about to get into a fist fight. I mean, it was it was about to go down because I'm like, all right, that's it. Like, we're about to go. My other friend jumps in the middle of us and he looked at me and said, why are you always bullying everybody? You're such a control freak. This guy's like 280 pounds and the most beefiest, manliest guy. And he was acting like a girl purposely. And I looked at him like, 
what the hell are you doing? It's like, and he turns around to my other friend, and you, why do you always like dress so well? Like you make us feel insecure and uncomfortable. He and I were both like, it was so freaking random. I was like, wait, what? And then like, and he goes, dude, just stop arguing, fighting. We're roommates. You got to, even if you get in a fight, you got to go home and like, you'll probably share the same ice pack anyways. This is ridiculous. Keep going. We're like, whatever. We just, we forgot. We were about to throw down. It got to that point. I remember looking at him going, why did you do that? He's like, I don't know. My dad used to always do it when me and my siblings were a joke. He'd just say the most random stupid thing. It would confuse us, but we forgot about being angry just enough to tone it down where we could keep it moving. I never forgot that. I've used that so many times in my own personal life with my friends. When I was trying to stop gangbanger kids at some of the crazy facilities I worked with from fighting, and I would do the most random crazy stuff, they were like, you're a crazy fool. And they forgot about the fight at the moment and it calmed them down just for a moment. That's all we need. Something to break it up. That, yeah. Just to break it up for a moment and keep it rolling. Well, I think this is a great suggestion and I think it's a great idea to just kind of keep tucked in there because we're all going to have these uncomfortable situations that we just kind of have to... Oh, good one. A really healthy, like obsessed with their body, healthy parent that is counseling. I told him to do something random. Went in the refrigerator, started making like a big old banana split, ice cream sundae, whatever, and just started eating in front of his family. And they're like yelling at each other. And they kept on looking like, this is the dad that was like eight pack. The mom was like an eight pack. Like they're super healthy. And the mom goes, me too. And they started eating ice cream. The kids are like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like you guys don't ever. And they were so thrown off their parents were eating ice cream. They came back to say, it worked. I go, did you throw up like I wanted to? Like I haven't eaten ice cream in years. Like these are really <laughs> obsessed with their body people. And it was just yeah, one of those cool too. things. That, me too. Just, I know, right? Right. Super but hard. just I'm saying, I want to give you as many random examples for you to be creative. What would work for you? What would throw your people off to make them just totally shaken so they can hit the reset button? Yeah. Well, I love it. So icebreakers, you guys. Um, I guess that's it. That's what we wanted to share tonight. So that's, that's something to think about. We would love to hear any icebreaker stories. For me, if you want to break the ice with me, just bring me some Sancho's tacos, Where'd some good Mexican this? food. You, you know, I, I will forget being angry at you for a long period of time. <laughs> All right, you guys, as always, thank you for listening. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being determined to improve the relationships in your life and create that space. And thanks for considering Eating uh, ice cream sundaes in front of your kids to stop the fights, <laughs> right? <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And as always, thank you for helping us to light the fight. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big